Welcome to the Affirmation Meditation Podcast. I'm Bob Baker, and among other things, I'm an author, musician, coach, mentor, and improv comedy instructor. In 2017, I took my small YouTube channel and turned it into the premier destination for affirmations and inspiration, with hundreds of thousands of subscribers and millions of views. I started this podcast soon after, and it now reaches nearly 100,000 people a month. I'm on a mission to inspire and uplift humanity, one positive thought and one inspired action at a time. Thank you for joining me in that effort. Please visit my website for a free gift. And while you're there, learn more about our High Vibe Tribe community, as well as mentorship opportunities where I can help you grow a YouTube channel, attract an audience of raving fans, or manifest more abundance into your life. You can also get a copy of my book, The Power of Affirmations and Positive Self-Talk. Just visit BobBakerInspiration.com. Hey, in this video, I want to give you some tips on how to get past that nagging feeling that you're falling short of your goals or that you're not living up to your potential. Perhaps you feel like you should be further ahead in life than you actually are, and that's not a good feeling. Stick around, and I'll give you my best advice on how to overcome that. Hi, I'm Bob Baker, and I'm on a mission to transform and uplift humanity one positive thought and one inspired action at a time. If that sounds good to you, I invite you to join me on that mission. And whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to my podcast or consuming it somewhere else, please subscribe and follow so you never miss all the stuff that I publish every week. So if you know anything about my background, you may know that prior to the explosive growth of my YouTube channel, where I post morning affirmations and guided meditations, for many years before that, I was an author. And I wrote books and did workshops to help musicians learn how to market themselves and just feel better about their place in the world. Over the years, I also expanded and created resources for authors and artists and creative people of all types. Because personally, I have been immersed in the arts my entire life and have a fondness for artists and creative people. So in these realms in particular, there's a lot of frustration with people that have aspirations to either be a rock star or a best-selling author or just to do more with their art or their talent, whatever that is. And they get disheartened when they're not where they think they should be. And you don't have to be in a creative field to feel this way. Just humans in general, whatever you aspire to do, whether it's to have a particular type of job or have a family that you've always envisioned or just be a good citizen in the world, quite often we feel that we've fallen short in our aspirations. So over the years, I've come to realize one of the reasons why this frustration exists. And here's what I mean. So quite often, people will have an idea in their head of what they want to do or what level of success they want to reach in a chosen field or at a given thing. However, their habits their behaviors, the actions that they take, the way they live their lives is out of sync with those aspirations. They may want to become a professional and be prominent in the field that they're pursuing, but the way they engage with that activity on a weekly basis is in sort of hobby mode. And as you probably know, you're not going to get to that elevated status or reach whatever level of success you've defined for yourself 
when the actions that you're taking don't match up with that. So I personally think that this is the root cause of the struggling artist, of the frustrated artist, that there's a mismatch going on. Now, I have to say before I continue that I know there are a lot of people that work hard and put in a lot of hours for years with dedication and still kind of fall short of where they would like to be. The sad truth is the world doesn't owe you a living or owe you a certain amount of success just because you have a passion for something. There has to be an overlap between what you do and what you're good at and a need or a want in the world. And sometimes those things simply don't link up, at least in the way that you've been trying them to this point in your life. So in that case, you may have to experiment and play and find other ways to use your unique gifts so that they will connect with an audience. But what I'm primarily addressing with this recording is the mismatch that happens when that work ethic and the routines of the person are not matching up with their aspirations. And this causes frustration. So what do you do in that case? Well, you really kind of have two choices. So one of those choices, I guess the most obvious one, is to have your habits and your behavior match your aspirations. So if you truly are dedicated to this thing, you know that it's your calling to be that prominent musician or author or artist or whatever it is, then you have to dedicate yourself to carving out time on the calendar to dedicate to that thing, to educate yourself, to work on your craft, to create a body of work, and to be willing to learn how to share it online and off. There's a whole set of skills that you have to develop. And it also helps to have a positive mindset, not be cursing every step of the way, to have that can-do attitude. Look for opportunities instead of obstacles. Use your creativity to apply to the marketing and the promotion and getting the word out. But there's another approach that you can take with this, which can alleviate a lot of stress and frustration. And it's actually something that I did years ago with my own path as a musician. When I was in my teens and 20s, man, I wanted to be a rock star. I played full-time for years. It was in the early days of MTV and I had these visions of myself on stage and touring and having hit songs out, playing in front of tens of thousands of people. That was my dream. And I was pursuing it. But after a few years, I started realizing to reach that goal, I really have to dedicate myself to this. I got to spend a lot of time on the road if I was going to be in a touring act. And the further I went along, I was realizing more and more, I really prefer a home base. I was also getting some other entrepreneurial ideas about an interest in publishing books. I started publishing a local magazine that covered the local music scene in my hometown of St. Louis, Missouri. And there came a point where I just realized, you know, as much as I love music, I don't think being the rock star is in the cards for me at this point. But I loved music, and so I made a commitment to always having it be a part-time passion, an activity that I would engage in on a regular basis. And all these decades later, that's exactly how I approached it. And what that did is it alleviated the stress of me always feeling that I was falling short, that I wasn't where I should be. So I was free to pursue my music for the joy of it and not be overly concerned about where I was in the pecking order or how I compared myself to other more successful acts. But don't think just because I took that sort of part-time approach that I haven't been able to do some pretty amazing things with music. I played at a lot of the prominent venues in St. Louis. I've written and recorded like several albums worth of original music. 
at some of the places that we play locally in St. Louis, people know the songs and start singing along as soon as we start playing them. By the way, the we that I'm referring to is my significant other, Pookie Lee. She and I have been writing and performing and recording music for many years now. And more recently through my YouTube channel, I've been singing uh, affirmative lyrics over high-energy beats and rhythms, and those are being enjoyed by tens of thousands of people around the world. So just because I chose not to pursue music as a full-time hobby, that doesn't mean that I haven't done significant things with music. So that's where you have to evaluate where any particular aspiration, how does it fit into your life? Are you meant to do that? Is it something that's part of your legacy that you know has to be done? If so, then make sure and develop the habits and the behaviors that support it. If you want to be a successful author, you got to write. If you want to be a successful photographer, you got to take photos, as well as doing all the other things involved in building a career in any one of those fields. But if you come to the realization that you're not meant to do that thing full-time or in an ultra-prominent way, then relieve yourself of the burden of feeling that you're coming up short. Here's the thing. You get to decide what success is for you. Don't let somebody else define it. Don't let your family, your friends, your peers tell you what it means to be successful. You get to decide. What does that look like for you? And doing stuff for the fun of it, for the joy of it, that's probably the ultimate reason to do it anyway. So don't burden yourself with this preconceived manufactured idea of where you should be with whatever your aspiration is. All right, do me a favor, do some soul searching and make a decision that's right for you. So if there's a way to leave a comment wherever you're consuming this, please do so. Or reach out to me and let me know what you thought of this. Also share this recording with anyone who would benefit from it. Share the link, take a screenshot, you know what to do. Thanks for listening. I'm Bob Baker of BobBakerInspiration.com and author of The Power of Affirmations and Positive Self-Talk. Have an awesome day. Talk to you soon. So long for now. Do you think of yourself as a creative entrepreneur or a heart-centered business person? Perhaps you're a musician, author, artist, or performer. Or maybe you're a coach, teacher, or energy worker. Or you just have an inspired message you want to share with more people. If this describes you, I invite you to join the Magnetize Your Tribe community. This is where you'll learn how to attract perfect, soul-aligned fans and paying customers without feeling spammy, boastful, or overwhelmed. I'll share the principles that allowed me to grow my YouTube channel to hundreds of thousands of subscribers and the lessons I've learned from publishing 16 books, attracting a sizable online following, and being self-employed for the past 20 years. Just visit bobbakerinspiration.com heart. And it's free to join. That's bobbakerinspiration.com slash H-E-A. R-T.